Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And hopefully you have been digging on everything that we've been putting out. We are into our third episode that we are calling The Faces of Mental Health where we are taking a look at the people that are struggling with some mental health conditions. We're not looking at the science. We're not looking at textbook. We're not looking at what doctors say. We're getting the stories of people that are living with these types of things. So for example, we talked to Anne-Marie who, is, uh, who gave us the really heavy, intense lowdown on the abuse that she suffered and the depression that she's going through and the suicide attempts that she's made. We talked to Lisa who has a very severe case of generalized anxiety and agoraphobia and how it really kind of messes around with your life and how they're just trying to deal with stuff. And we decided to go a lighter note. Actually, our guest today, his name is TJ. He doesn't realize this, but he was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this series. I've known TJ for a long time. We went to we went to high school together, and we've been uh, relatively close. <laughs> relatively close. We've been fucking close. We've been fucking close ever since high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, TJ has a condition. I don't even want to call it a condition. TJ's got this thing going on. It's called synesthesia. TJ and I used to play music. This is where those whole things come from. This is how I knew TJ had synesthesia, because we were talking music when we first kind of got together we used to play in a band starting in high school that band uh was kind of crappy a lot of cover songs a lot of crappy original songs it was called fertilizer and then that band uh switched around a couple members here and there but tj and i always have been kind of always in it and then it was called chrome for a little bit until we got i think a letter from a lawyer saying hey stop fucking using that name (laughs) (laughs) and then it changed to secret suburbia um, and Secret Suburbia has got some stuff out that's pretty cool. So if you want to check it out, T, where can they find it? Oh, man, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much the whole nine. Like all four albums, five albums, I think. Right on, right on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> so if you get a chance, go check out uh, Secret Suburbia. And probably the easiest place to say it's Spotify because everyone's got a fucking Spotify. True. All right. So we've got TJ sitting in front of us. And like I said, he's got this thing called synesthesia going on. And from what I understand it to be, and TJ will uh, give us a little bit more insight to it, is it is a mixing of the senses where one of your senses is going to be kind of receiving stimuli and then in your brain it's going to fire um, off the perception of other senses. So it's really a mix of senses that happen. And you can see this um, through the literature and through the recant of other people's stories, several different senses being fired off at the same time. So for example, the last thing I looked at this, I was uh, watching, I think it was a TED Talk. And the TED Talk was uh, someone that equates different letters with different colors. So, for example, on screen, the, the, the word color came up. And for everyone else, it's just, you know, black script on a white screen. And then the next slide that she projected was how she sees it, where, like, the C was, like, a red color and the O was, like, a blue color and so on. And it was, like, a rainbow of colors. And that's what, you know, that person actually sees. So it's a firing of different senses, essentially. So um, TJ's got this. And yours is auditory. At least that's the base of it, right? Yeah, mostly it is. Um, let's let's start here. Yeah. Let's go back because I, I really want to get into this with you because you are, to me, a super musical genius type of guy. TJ's probably has never heard me talk about himself like this. Thank you. Um, but yeah, he plays like every instrument you could think of, plays it almost effortlessly. Um, I don't know how much training, formal training you've had in like 
playing percussion. And for anyone that's not a musician, we're talking about anything you can hit, like drums, right? Plays guitar, plays piano, plays bass, like produces music, does engineering for music, right? You got a recording studio, like you do all this stuff musically. And I think there's a huge link between your ability to do so. And that's just me. I don't, like I said, I don't have any science behind it, but I just get this feeling that there's this link between what your capability is with music and the synesthesia that you have. So let's start from the beginning. Tell us about you and tell us about your start with music. Okay. Well, when I, when I was four years old, I actually, um, I was banging on pianos and uh, I hadn't I hadn't gotten my first uh, my first lesson piano lesson until I was about um, seven, I believe, with uh, with this this teacher. She was like she taught me for a few years. I, I At that point, I was I had never really appreciated music. I just kind of it just became who I was, I guess. Uh, my mother would always tell me that she'd play, she'd always play like the Beatles on on her stomach and she'd always sort of play music for me against her stomach and I would just, I'd be born into it. And, um, but yeah, I was playing music when I was four, I'd say around there. And then I uh, started getting lessons when I was about seven. And this uh, piano, this piano. Yeah. And that was really the only lessons I had. Um, when I, when I was around 10, that was 1986, I was 10 years old. I was interested in the drums. That's when I picked up the drums. And actually the same year, I picked up the guitar. Uh, so drums and guitar, uh, 10 years old. Um, but again, I was self-taught with those. But I had used my piano skills based on what I learned. And, and you know, rhythm, of course, was taught to me with the piano, which was, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful that the piano was the first instrument that I learned because um, most people say that that's the instrument you want to start with. I guess because visually you see the, the piano in front of you, all the notes are really there physically, like, and you sort of can see everything like, you know, basically in front of you. Yeah. So, I never, I actually never thought of it like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of, I've, every time I think of notes, um, and when I'm trying to sort of use math in my head in terms of hmm, what, what would be the, you know, the, a, a nice uh, progression, chord progression, I would always think of the piano and I would just visualize the, the white keys and the black keys and just sort of apply it to whatever it is I'm playing. So yeah, piano, like I was formally taught on the piano, but that's about it pretty much. And as you know, I, I suck at singing. So Well, you don't suck at singing. <laughs> I never had, I never had piano vocal lessons. Go listen to Secret Suburbia. He doesn't suck at singing. Yeah. Um, so how proficient would you would you say you are say on the drums? Um, Not formally taught, right? Yeah, like I, I I'd like to think that I've got a pretty good sense of rhythm. Like I hear music and I perceive music better than I play it. That's the what I that's what the way I always like to, to, to describe my my knowledge and my skills. Like I, I hear a beat in my head and I try to put it down, but I sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't. But I have a pretty good sense of meter, I'd like to say. I'm pretty I'm pretty good with meter. Um you know, I don't really I, I take pride in the fact that I don't speed up or slow down when I play, you know, syncopation. I, I love jazz. So that really helped me with syncopation. Um, you know, syncopation being like the notes in between, like the downbeats, you know. So that really helped me. And yeah, man, it's just, it became second nature. I mean, because th- like I said, thank God for the the, guitar, the, the piano. I, that uh, it, it really made me as good as I am on the drums because of that. All right. Tell me about the synesthesia. Yeah. Tell me about how you see or hear things because yours is linked auditory to visual, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I, I, I get, 
I have I get sort of like uh, these images, these visual type images uh, based on what it what it is I hear. Um, as you were just kind of describing before, I, all, my senses are kind of like kind of crossed. You know, I I don't like I of course I hear sound, but I also see it right, and that's how I usually. I usually rely on my visual representation of what I'm hearing. Let me pause you quick. When you say you see sound, mm-hmm. tell me what do you see? Okay, well, I, I visual visuals appear in front of me in a way when something is displayed, whether it whether it be a, a interval, two or more notes, which is an you know a chord. Uh, interval is like two notes at the same time. When when two notes are played at the same time, it sort of resonates a color in 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 front of me in a way. Um, and uh, but uh, I also get uh, get this stimulus through uh, single notes too. But th- the single notes would have to be um, sort of ha- they they would have to have a strong overtone series. Like, and what I mean by that is. When you hear a note, when you hear a note from some instrument, say, okay, so it, you hear an, a sound and you go, oh, that's say that's a piano because because of its overtone series. That's how you recognize what the sound is that you're hearing. Um, so if a piano p- plays, say, a C, okay, a, a piano plays a C, you're hearing a C, but you're not really only hearing that C. Really faintly, you're going to hear, say, a G above it, which is a perfect fifth above that. And then even more faint, you're going to hear, say, I don't know, a third above that, uh, which is, say, an E or whatever. But um, what I'm saying is those notes that are all brought out, that sh- that are you're really hearing all at the same time, of course, you're hearing prominently the C. But the other notes that you're hearing, they create a color in my, in my sort of mind. Um, I, I don't want to say I really it just sort of appears there like i know it's not there kind of thing but i sort of my brain tells me it's there in a way it's almost the delusion of of visuals but i so well, that's of, why you say it's in your mind because exactly. you know the reality is that that color is not there exactly but you are still seeing it in your field of vision yeah so exactly. tell me what you see in your field of vision is it like like specks of light is it like shapes of light is it just like i've put you in blue say for example sunglasses and everything is just kind of got this blue tone to it like when you say you see a note in terms of and it, it relates yeah. to a color what does that visually look like to you do you know what i just realized i i, I was looking at the pink floyd shirt with that triangle yeah and there are these, the these beams of lights yeah that is actually a really close representation. I just kind of, it just kind of dawned on me recently. It's like thin lines of thin beams of color, really. And they all, they all take different shapes, but for the most part, they're thin lines. They're, they are sort of uh, spotlights in sort of, in a way, spotlights that, that vary in thickness, but, and they move based on the resonance of what I'm hearing. And, you know, and there's never anything very consistent. The only consistent thing is the actual color um, per interval. Like, for example, if I hear a perfect fifth, I'm going to hear purple. Like, almost all the time, every, almost every time I'm going to hear, I'm going to see purple when I hear a perfect fifth. So that's a C and a G together, right? right? Or, or whatever that might be. If, as long as I'm hearing a perfect fifth, that's the color that's going to be there. And uh, perfect, you know, or, or even a perfect fourth is like a, is like a blue tint and a, a major third is like red. 
So those things are all consistent. Always consistent for me. Like, and that's what kind of, I guess it could be in a way a crutch for me because I don't really have to find it. It kind of finds me. It tells me right away what that note is. It just pops right in my head without even have to having to grab it from my, from the Ram memory, so to speak. It just, boom, it just, it tells me what it is. Oh, that's a, that's a perfect fifth, whatever, you know? Do you have perfect pitch? You know what? I, you know, I'd like, like to wait, think wait. I do. Can you tell everyone that's li- by the way, everyone's listening. Yeah. Can you tell everyone that's listening what perfect pitch is? Okay, well, perfect pitch. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I don't think I have perfect. I don't think I have absolute perfect pitch. Perfect pitch is basically somebody going, okay, um, can you play it? Can you, can you hum me a C right now? Mm, can you hum me a D? Mm, like they'll know right away without having to find it on a piano or an instrument. They'll know. They'll just be able to grab it out of thin air from say silence right or they can just hear a note hear and a say, note and they'll that's go that's a, a c hey, that's another way of of getting okay. of having that yeah uh if, if somebody plays a note hey that's a c that's a g sharp you know right right that that's perfect pitch i i have i have something called relative pitch and that's basically um like okay if somebody plays me a say us again a c and then then after they play me a c They'll go, okay, so then what's this now? And then I'll relate it back to that C, and I'll see how far it is from that C, and I'll go, oh, okay, that's a, that's a perfect fifth or whatever. Right, right, right. Or that's a G or whatever, you know. But uh, I, I usually need a, I need a, uh, a hint, sort of like a jump start. But there are times, man, that I'm pretty confident that I have it, you know, like um, – but sometimes I do fail. Like, so that's why I, there, I just learned recently there's something called perfect pitch and there's something called absolute pitch. I think I'm closer to perfect pitch. Absolute pitch is, is like, okay, like you're just impeccable at, in every way when, when somebody plays like 10 notes on a piano yeah. and then right away, okay, C, G sharp, A, and then, and you'll know exactly what you're hearing. Um, no cheats, no nothing. That's absolute pitch. Right. I think I, I, for me, uh, somebody goes, okay, give me a C. I'll have to, in my head, hear a familiar song, whether that's, girl, ding, 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 you'll be a woman soon. And like, I'll know, okay, so if that was a D, and I can, I can actually hear that in my head. Songs I can hear in my head if I've heard them enough times. And God knows, I've there are songs where I've heard a trillion times over and over again. And that helps me to sort of engrave what that first note is. So I think I'm closer to perfect than absolute pitch. I know it's a long answer, but no, it's not a long answer. And the reason why I asked that is because if you're if you're relating that to colors that you're seeing, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And I know you were talking a little bit about more of the the colors appear, you know, with intervals. Mm-hmm. But you you did mention a little bit that you can get a little bit off of a single note. Yeah. Yeah, so I was wondering, hey, is there a connection there between potentially having a perfect pitch? Because you can see, you you hear a C and then you you get that you get that consistent color in your head. So you're yeah. like, hey, fucking C, I can do that. Yeah, you don't have a piano around here, do you? No, or man, something? I've got a I've got a therapy office. <laughs> <laughs> you're a music man. You got Bob Bartley yeah. plastered all over the wall. Well, that's that's different. That's inspiration there true, with the joint in his hand. <laughs> So, does this just apply? for you to musical notes coming from instruments mm. or does this also work with tones anything. that come from vocal anything vocals in fact there are times when i'm <laughs> where i can hear uh like certain screeching of the street car you know and then i'll hear this i'll, I'll see this complete rainbow of color from based what i'm hearing based on what i'm hearing and I know that there's certain things that are stronger in the overtone series, the harmonic structure of whatever it is that are that's being played, right? 
like uh, some things, some things are just weak at the overtone series, and those are the things that just have the one note that's being played, right? And those are, that's different. But I mean, there there are some things that 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 nature sort of presents, whether that's a streetcar, whether it's birds, or whether that's just uh, people talking, like you said. Um, two people talking sometimes when some some guy is yawning and then that's he ends up yawning a d and then some guy talks next to him at the same time and then and then those notes collide yeah and then when that happens then a, a color instantly appears in front of me and that's how i know it. and then it's sometimes it's annoying because i'm not trying to be musical and i'm just and i get distracted right like yeah 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 hence the add sometimes i get it and and you know when i'm trying to like even focus on a movie you know, I'm I'm hearing the violins in the background, and and I'm you know, and I'm on a tangent with the musicality of the movie, and I'm not I'm missing the plot, you know. So that's that's, that's really cool. So cool, then do you but have first too. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to ask you about that. Yeah. But then, does it have to be something that you are you're consciously paying attention to, sort of? So, for example, you know, if you're if you're in your car and you're hearing a whole bunch of shit outside. Mm-hmm. Does it automatically, like, as long as, is is it the point that as long as that you are perceiving that sound, that you're bringing the sound in, that this has the potential to happen? Or do you have to kind of be zoned into, you know, be conscious of, like, I'm listening for sound or I'm listening, to, you know? Well, this is what, what happens. Uh, I, I get forced into it at first, and then I have the choice to z- tune it out. So the initial uh, notes that come out, I will have no choice but to perceive that those notes and see the color and then at that point i can like i said i can choose to 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 tune it out and then focus on whatever it is that i was doing you know whether that was having a conversation or not or whatever and then once you tune it out then yeah i've gotten better at tuning it out lately I, i i actually i credit my wife for that because she she hates when I lose concentration. So she's, we're like, are you listening to me? <laughs> you know, she'll smack me on the chest or something, you know, and it's just like, it's shock therapy, right? So I guess in a certain way, I've gotten better at sort of focusing at the things that I need to fo- focus at, focus on, you know? Who, so, to- who told you you have ADD? I, I, nobody told me. Oh, okay, that. so you're, but I think you're self-diagnosed. I do. I'm self-diagnosed. Look, I, come on, you've known me long well, enough to this know. Well, is, this, is this is why I'm like, I'm like, it, maybe maybe you don't. I thought maybe someone told you I have ADD. I'm like, no, this guy's got synesthesia and it fucking distracts him. Is what he's got. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, sure. But then again, it's like I guess it's also ADD because you know when you have ADD, it's because something's distracting you. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so I have ADD because synesthesia is distracting me. Yeah. So whatever that stimulus might be, it's still fucking ADD. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So okay, you kind of alluded to the idea that it can be a curse, but it's also a blessing. Yeah. How how is it the curse? Like, give us the scenarios and where you're like, this is just this is just too much for me. Yeah. Or does it ever get to the point? Ooh. Has it ever gotten to the point where it's just like too much? Yeah, uh, it does because sometimes when those those sounds are really strong and and I I guess potent for lack of a better term, you know, and I actually really do hear strong notes that are very clear as day and. And they're they're just that perfect frequency that just wants to get right under my skin. Mm-hmm. I will sometimes have to like even close my ears, you know, because you know, <laughs> like like I'm saying, I always go back to the screeching of the of the streetcars. Like sometimes that can really be hard. And and violins for some reason have that uh, impact on me too. And I don't know when it's going to happen or how. And I can't really figure out what it is. That can be more stronger than others more potent than others but when it happens it happens hard and it's like yeah it can be very very daunting it just um 
almost like y- y- it's some hard to shut off, you know? Yeah. So curse, yeah, that's another way of doing it. But the other curse can be just like when you're trying to focus on something else. And then, you know, that that's another way of it cursing me, you know? Yeah. But uh, in a strength way, it just helps me to to be musical, helps me in the studio. Um, somebody needs to to figure out what to do next. I, I you know with, with what their song. A lot of a lot of my clients, they 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 give me unfinished songs, and I just help them to sort of complete them. Whether that's the the, the chord structures, whether that's the progressions, uh, arrangements. You know, uh, my condition does help me. I'd like to think it does. How how do, how would you say it helps you? Well, um, you know, it's I I see I see the music in a totally different way than than what most people see see music. You know. Um, Hence, you know, I, I capture the things that they miss, you know, um, you know, the, the colors, colors for me are important because uh, maybe, maybe in the song I've never heard, I've never seen purple in a long time. Maybe I'd like to throw in a little, the, the colors are like spices, right? Mm, I get it now. Right. And yeah. I, so maybe this, uh, sometimes I catch myself saying to my client, yeah, it needs a little red in it. I mean, uh, it needs a little more uh, perfect, th- you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. Uh, major thirds or whatever. But uh, it's, that's the thing. I mean, when I don't see a color for a long time, I'm going to want to throw that in there. And that's, that's pretty much, you know, like that's how I use it to my advantage, right? Like pretty much. That's it's so screwed up. Yeah, it's fucking screwed up. It really is. Yeah, you know. But um, did that make things like going through school difficult? Um, yeah, I think it. I think it did, and, and I'm increasingly realizing that. You know, because like I said, I'm lectures would go on, and I'm I'm not focusing on what he's saying or she's saying. You know, I, I'm actually. Um, I'm focused on, on a creaking, you know, or, or the water dripping or something like something in the background, you know, like the, 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 the squeaking of the shoes walking. Mm -hmm. I'm actually hearing music all the time. Music is my life and it's part of everything that I do, you know? So yeah, it could be distracting. Um, and in school, I, I really had to focus extra, extra hard to, to, to get my, achievements you know to and you know I, shit man in high in grade school i, I remember having to, to get things done more than once i'd have to you know finish things twice redo tests because i failed the first time it's hard it was hard to concentrate you know and like i said these days it's a lot easier to do that to focus um you know on i guess you you learn yourself as you as you live you know but i mean shit like i said when i was a kid actually yeah I was I wasn't diagnosed with ADD. I remember my my teacher was concerned about me and my concentration. And this was in grade three, and this was my mom's story. I don't remember any of this shit, but uh, she told me that my teacher was concerned about my concentration and my in my enthusiasm in in the curriculum. And then my mom was like, "Okay, let's get him tested." And then she got me tested. And then it turned out that the the test results were like showed that I was just bored mm-hmm. with the curriculum and that's why i didn't want to focus it like anybody else if they don't want to if they don't like the the game of chess then they won't be good at it if they don't like soccer they're just not going to be good at it you know you have to enjoy you have to have enthusiasm with what you're doing and that's what that's what it is with me when i like something i will excel at it that's mm-hmm. that's what i t- typically do you know when i want i want to learn about something i really do learn about something you know um but when somebody throws down throws crap down my throat, you know, quantum physics when I'm, you know, 15 years old, 
I'm not going to focus on that shit, you know? Yeah. And it's fine. Strange enough, I, I love I love physics now. But when I was a kid, it's not what I was into. I wanted to get right into the music classes. You saw me. Yeah. I, I got the class music class early. I'm playing the drums before anybody else walks in there, you know? But uh, again, I, I was not interested in, in English and math and all that crap because I just hated doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... That, I, I'd like to think that that's what most people are like, but, you know, but for me, I mean, I, <laughs> since great, since I was grade three or grade two, I never, I never, I hated school. <laughs> like, well, I, I hate the fact that I hated school. I would have, I kind of regret the fact that I hated school, but shit, you can't really, nothing you could do about that. You know, if you don't like something, you don't like something. I hear you. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Mm. Do you take drugs? No. Weed? Yeah. Is that a drug? Sure. Okay. I take drugs. It's legal now. Yeah. Okay. Smoke a little weed. Does it does it make the synesthesia? Does it turn it up? Does it turn it down? It turns it up. It turns it up. Yeah, it does. Um, but what weed does for me is it, and and like probably most people, it kind of amplifies whatever it is you're doing, amplifies the enjoyment, amplifies the involvement, like whatever it is that 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 I'm trying to do. I, I, there's this tunnel vision that's being created. But of course, it creates the ADD. But and I'm okay with that because when I want to focus on something, I'm okay with tuning everything else out, you know. Right. And that's what weed does with me. It just kind of like makes me focus. Um, but don't don't try to like, for example, if somebody's giving me a lecture or if I'm trying to watch a movie, good luck. I'll, I'll I will not focus. Yeah. Because that's at the pace that they want me to focus. Right. I have my own pace. So when I'm smoking weed. It's like blank slate. Like, put me in a quiet room. Let me go fast, slow. Let me s- sit there for a minute and just be on pause. And then for the next minute, I'm on overdrive. And then I stop when I want to stop. And then I do a left turn when I want to do a left turn. But when somebody controls the the um, the activity, whether that's a curriculum, whether that's a lecture, whether that's a movie then then it's hard to focus mm-hmm. on weed. The reason why I ask is because like when I smoke, mm-hmm. I can tune into music very, very well. Oh yeah. Like it, it, it way, way differently. Like I can, I can throw a headset on right now and put on a track of anything and yeah, I can tune into what's happening. I can kind of pick up what's going on. But when I smoke and I'm stoned or high or whichever one you want to yeah. call it, mm-hmm. I tune into music way differently yeah and i hear things that i would not have heard before yeah like i can't remember the last time i was um i was really just kind of getting into music and i was i was smoking i was listening to what's that what's that famous lou reed song take a walk on the wild side okay yeah and i was i i never really liked that song before mm-hmm. you know you kind of like it because you hear it all the time and it's kind of cool and stuff mm-hmm. but I smoked mm. and it happened to be on my playlist on shuffle. Yeah. And I zoned into that and I heard stuff in there that I, I didn't really recognize before. Oh, yeah. And I didn't recognize, you know, the complexity of some of the things that are happening there. I didn't recognize the complexity of the strings that right. I didn't even fucking realize that there were strings in there before. Yeah. It's not to like, and so I'm thinking, you know, if you're here, if that happens to you the same way it happens to me, but then you also get the, the visual with the colors and the yeah. shapes. And I do want to modify what I was saying about when I see it, when I'm watching a movie or when I'm hearing a lecture or something, then it's hard to focus. But music is 
different. It all bets are off. When music is playing to me, and, I, and of course, I, not any song. It has to be a song that I'm going to enjoy and like. I remember the first time I, I appreciated music on weed, and that was when I was at a party. I don't know if you were there with me. Uh, it was it was like there was uh, Jimi Hendrix was playing Purple Haze. And like that song was such a it's like a very primal song. It's a very like a primitive type song. It's a very just four, four, four song, just one, two, three, four, very easy to understand. But I, I remember sitting on the couch and being like at the peak of my high and then looking at the, the, the stereo and you know how the stereo the has bars. those, those lead bars moving. And then like those, that bar was moving, and then I kept watching the bar, and then I was hearing the colors and listening to the song, and like, I I get it now. It's like all of a sudden this realization, like, like music was a whole new, like there was this whole portal that just opened up for me with music that I never. It's like, oh, this is what music is, and it's like, damn, like. I love weed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. And then I remember the next song was, uh, was long view by green day. Yeah. That yeah. really got to me too. And like, it's like one of those songs, like, and then, you know, and then the smashing pumpkins, you, as you know, is my favorite group of all time. And like, I didn't appreciate them until I was high. I don't think you can. I mean, I understand why people like it. It's appealing to their ear yeah. or you like what Billy Corgan has to say, but there's just so much musically that's going on. Yeah. yeah. And, I almost feel like you you need to you need to alter your senses so you can zone in a little bit better to really hear you know the, the all the different idiosyncrasies of stuff that's happening. Like mm. I mean, when you've got over ten guitar tracks playing at the same time, yeah. do you know what I mean? All For layered sure. in, you know, it's really hard to tune into that just on in a sober mind. At least that's what I think. But what the fuck do I, I don't know? I don't know. Oh, no, you hit it though, man. So then I totally get why music is your thing. You can't do anything else. Yeah. No offense, but no, it's, you know what I'm saying? You know I mean? That's like, all I know, man. That's my only language. So this makes sense to me. So if I tell you, tell me if this makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. Billy Joel, Synesthesia. Oh, yeah? So I've heard, so I've read. Damn. Pharrell, Synesthesia. That's crazy. This is kind of making sense to you then, eh? Yeah. Um, Duke Ellington, Synesthesia. You're like, who's Duke Ellington? I'm young. Yeah, apparently Kanye West has it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too convinced, but, you know. And these are people that, you know, other people refer to as musical geniuses. Yeah, it's that's weird. I mean, for me, I, I don't know if it's a, like, I'd like to, like, sometimes I feel that, that, that the condition is a crutch, and sometimes I feel that it's a weakness. Um, so I guess it's a give and take. Therefore, it doesn't necessarily excel me. It's just another way of looking at, at music, you know? Well, on top of that, you don't know any other way. Yeah, that's all I know. Exactly. That's all you this know. Is, and you know what? I didn't, I thought it was normal until, um, until I was in high school. It's so weird. No, I no, I just thought that this is what everybody saw for the longest time. And then somebody just kind of educated me on it. And, and it was very, it was, it's still being understood. You know, there's not, there's nothing really concrete about what, what it is yeah. as far as I understand. And then I learned more about it in university. And, uh, and that's when I met somebody else that had synesthesia and we had, we had a, man, we had some good conversations about it. She, you know, she told, she described what she, um, how she perceived music and it wasn't like me. It wasn't, it was, I could, I related to, to what she was saying, but everybody sees things differently. Even if they have synesthesia, there's no real way. Like if I see, I see purple when I hear a perfect fifth, but somebody else would, would 
taste an orange. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because we've just been talking about auditory and visual, but then there's a whole bunch of mixes that could come into the play where you can smell stuff or taste stuff. Yeah, like, I'm not even sure if I told you. I pick it... Dude, I this is... I still don't know if this is synesthesia. I pick at my nails here. Yep. And I, you know, since I was a kid, I do it. And, and let me tell you why I do it. Because it tastes good. And I know it's weird, but the, the after effect, the, the glow, the pain, the glow of pain after I stop picking at it yep. kind of makes me feel like I've just eaten a hot pepper. It's so weird. At least from my understanding, that that, that s- definitely is. Yeah, I it's saw a mix a of senses. It's it's the mix of your. For anyone that's listening, that's super science based. Your nociceptors are pain receptors, and when your nociceptors fire, that perceive that's a perception of pain in your brain. Sure. And if that's cross matched with another sensation or like any kind of tactile, any kind of tactile sensation, right? Can, can that be mixed in with? a taste or a smell fuck yeah yeah because it, it feels like the, the opportunities are it's endless essentially yeah. i spoke to a doctor at the, my parents restaurant when they had a restaurant years ago and you know he came as a as a, as a, a customer or whatever and i had a, a conversation about that about the picking of my nails and he's like yeah that's that's strange it's, it seems almost like there's a crossing of the senses and then he told me that and i retained that and then and then after that, I, I've learned from university about more about what synesthesia was. And then I kind of remembered that conversation I had with the doctor, crossing of the senses. So this is why I feel that that's part of it, um, the nail thing. I don't know if it is or if it's just I'm a weirdo, but... Uh, well, you're definitely a weirdo. Well, I'm but definitely it's, a weirdo. It's, yeah. it's, it's probably part of it, too. It could be, yeah. So again, like, you know, somebody would just taste something when they hear something. So again, it, it's just, a, a, it's the oddest thing. It's fucking fascinating to me. I'm just like blown away. You don't understand. Like this trips me out you were so saying. fucking much, right? Because I can't. I yeah. know, like, this is how you live. So this is just life to you. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine that, and because I know something different, I actually think that that would make me go crazy. I think I was crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. again, no, I didn't know I had it. Like I thought, I thought everybody had it. You know, and uh, and apparently, again, everybody does when they're born for for a few seconds or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, <laughs> again, I'm just so used to it. And this is just the way I wouldn't want it any other way, obviously. Yeah, because that's just like saying I wouldn't want my life the way it is anymore. Huh. You know what, though? It happens. It happens to people. There's there's dudes that think that they're born in the wrong body and they should be female. I mean, stuff happens. Yeah. I don't yeah, totally. I, I don't even know what I mean by that. No, but, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Right on, man. It's been cool. Thanks for sharing. Well, of course, I appreciate brother. it. Anytime. When right are we going right to jam? When are we going to jam? Well, as soon as I get instruments into my office, I and I was actually going to have, I, I always wanted to just bring in my my uh, drum. My You're getting good on the drum drums pad. now, man. Well, You're getting really good on the drums. I, I'm not a natural at it. I fucking practice. I sit, yeah, I sit there with my sticks and my drum I pad. I think you are a natural I smoke at a it. joint. I sit there with my stick because that, that allows me to uh, hyper-focus. Yeah. I smoke a joint, and I sit there, and I'm like, Paradiddle, 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 paradiddle. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all I'm doing is paradiddles. You, you have, I mean? yeah, you, you, six stroke roll. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you have the perseverance, the practice, unlike most people. Yeah. Well, to me, that's just it's it's training. It's just motor skill training. Mm. You know, to be able to, you know, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left. No, left, you have a good sense of rhythm. That's why I mean, that's why you freaking played the bass for so long, man. Yeah. Maybe everything. maybe I'll dust it off. Maybe uh. <clears throat> maybe we'll bring back fertilizer. We'll leave secret suburbia where it's at. Mm. And we'll bring back fertilizer. <laughs> fertilizer is now a huge tree. Yeah.
Right on, man. This has been grand. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for hanging on my couch. Anytime, brother. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. Peace. <laughs>